1: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM560WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: AM560WFIL, WFIL.com. Tim DeMoss Show live and in color. Couple minutes after 4. Did I say that already? Uh, Forecast. Well, you've had some fun rain this afternoon. I love rain, it's very calming. 67, I think so. Low of 67 tonight. Getting cloudy, a few showers and thunder showers still. Overnight then, cloudy early tomorrow with some sun by the afternoon and a high of 88. Phil's open up a weekend series against Washington at home at the ballpark. Six oh five start tomorrow night a little early. I think on Sunday they have uh, Ryan Howard's retirement day. So you may want to look into tickets for that in case you are uh another the others got sold out. I think Jimmy Rollins and Chase Utley's got sold out. So hey Joe. Oops, yes, that's me. Guess what? What? We have company. I know.
1: In the studio. Yeah. People Uh, that work with film.
2: Yeah. Jay Lyons and Sophia Lyons. And I'm going to guess they're married, but I don't want to ever assume anything. Sure. So, hello.
3: Hello. How you doing? Good. We're happily married. Isn't that so odd? That's... (laughs) that's
2: wonderful and lovely
4: most of the time we're happily married
2: and jay's having fun filming the whole room and (laughs) it's a lovely thing does he does he's a pastor right
3: among other things among so many things yes licensed and ordained eventually he'll talk i'm sure that's like a double
4: (laughs) hi i'm real
2: (laughs) if i found one thing when we have interviews on this program if the pastor's involved and i'm wondering like i wonder if i have enough questions to ask Usually, I don't even get through half of the questions because, like, well, let me tell you this other thing you didn't ask about. Boom.
3: Boy can talk. <laughs> well, so welcome to town. Thank, Thank you. you.
2: Yeah, we uh, got connected through an old friend of mine, Lori, who has been working in public relations for years. And she mentioned you were in town. And we wanted to talk about uh, a lot of things, but the documentary, The Longest Goodbye, the Carrot Tippet story, we're going to get into. Uh, but before we do that, and that just came out on, on Netflix, right? Correct.
3: Yes, the long goodbye the carrot story on Netflix, which was absolutely delightful and surprising,
2: yeah, despite its, it's obvious sad. such
3: a well it's sad but it's a very Christian documentary yeah, and a lot of people have been messaging us just saying, I'm so thankful that I stumbled upon this amazing breadth of Fresh air on Netflix. You know, I almost canceled my Netflix account, but then I saw this, <laughs> and a lot of people are saying that who are wow. kind of tired of racy, yes, things that they're seeing. So yeah, it was. It's been amazing.
2: That's great. Well, for let and let's start off. That's really cool. Let's start off this way. Just if you could each share your professional background, since you're the, I guess the technically the director's producer's mm-hmm. chief cook and bottle washer for the documentary. Yes. So you guys have been doing this for a long time. This is not just something you thought, hey, maybe we should...
4: Right. Yeah. We actually started off in music, in Christian music, so it seems like another lifetime ago, but... um, we used to tour around the country and lead worship and do concerts. And so we went to over 40 states. And then my wife, who has, a, as you can hear, a lovely voice. Oh, thank you. She does have a lovely. Yes. Sing something, you know. No, I won't. Okay, she won't. But she has a, a lovely voice. So yeah. then we ended up signing a record deal with a Christian record company. And, and then we
2: kind of back. And what,
3: what was our band name, honey? Come on. Come on. Wait, wait, wait. No.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the Newsboys. The the news news whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> it doesn't begin with the letter F, does it? It, it does. does. You guys aren't forever after? We, are. we are. Oh my gosh, he's our fan. You've been on my show before.
3: I have been on your show. Did you used to whoa. have a big Billy Graham cutout, a cardboard cutout of Billy Graham? I don't remember that. Oh my question. gosh! <laughs> totally, How crazy! You guys is that?
2: had a song called "The One for Me" or something? Yeah, very yeah, yeah. funky, fun. Oh dance yeah, song. <laughs> just un- like that,
4: just like that. Not un- okay.
2: Believable, because I have, I still have the album cover. Wow. I have it at home. So just to tell you, the studio where Joe is producing today, uh-huh. that was where I used to be from 1995 to 2004. I did a music uh, show six to nine every day, and the music was very diverse, all kinds of hip hop. I remember hop. this. I really do. Right. And I love the fact that you guys had a fun, mm-hmm. fairly short, actually, punchy dance song mm-hmm. that I could mix in with Third Day. Mm-hmm. I used to play Kirk Franklin. We used to play Toby Mac, P.O.D., mm-hmm. and Casting Crowns, like the, I mean, and Veggie Tales. like the whole thing. <laughs> but I think, I'm trying to remember if I interviewed you in Nashville, because I used to go to Nashville. We for, lived in Nashville. Yes, yeah. for a whole
3: week. We did live in Nashville, but fun fact, yes. we actually mixed part of that record in Concha Hawken. Do you remember that? I think I did. With do the now. Butcher Brothers. That's do you like, remember that? That's around the corner. That's not far from here. I know.
4: And he did Lauryn Hill and a lot of the, a lot of the big records in so it Hockey. could
3: We could have been Are in there this. Rough House Records at one yeah. point? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. We could records. have been in this wow. very room. You know, this is really. Because when I'm, start- I'm looking at you, I'm looking at you, <laughs> I'm like. And then you're talking about yeah. Word Records. I'm How like, crazy. I remember that. Yeah. That's so bizarre. That's cr- would have been 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. I
4: hope this is interesting to your listeners. And it's not just like a whole big deja vu for us. And well, they're like, what? I
2: hope it is. Well, I hope it is. Yes. But this is, I mean, another way of God weaving because I didn't know you guys as Jay and uh, Sophia. Then. I know. I don't think I did. I just knew you as forever. I probably knew your names, but not your last names. Right. Yeah. Jay and Sophia from forever after. Wow. Okay. There so, you go. Okay, now I'm just this hasn't happened. I haven't stepped into a time machine for a long time. I know. It's I mean, crazy. I would have called you and said, "Can you guys come on now that I found?" It, I just didn't realize. Oh,
3: that's so nice. So I'm glad
2: you're here. So since
4: then, so we, we morphed into um, a lot of kinds of music, but we moved back to New York City to get back to her roots. She was born and raised in New York. Yeah. Right?
3: It was amazing.
4: Well, not really, but okay.
3: No, I mean it was an amazing. I love New York. It's a hard place to live. Yeah. I spent half my life trying to get away from it and then we intentionally moved back but yes. it was a really cool segue we actually had an mtv reality show on our family
4: and that that's kind of how we morphed into we we started to get some theme songs mm-hmm. on major networks that we would write you know the little theme songs and she would sing them mm-hmm. and so that's sort of how our tv career started and i did more of the tv producing so then i became a reality tv producer okay. bum, bum,
3: ba, now, don't hold that against
4: me we're good people. Not some of us, some of us. No, no, so. I,
2: I believe me. I, uh, there's a guy who calls into this program. He's a sports writer for the Associated Press. Mm-hmm. His name is Rob Motti. He's the head writer for the Eagles and the Phillies in Philly, in Philadelphia. And he and his wife were on marriage. Uh, yeah. 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 Marriage boot camp, I yeah. I think, and they were reality TV and they're solid believers. And, yeah. and it, it's a way of obviously having an influence in something so exactly. fundamental.
4: And, like, and you know, it's, it's needed because we need people who are of faith, who are Christian people in the world um, doing that th- that kind of stuff yeah. because that's and that's my calling to to do that and uh, so I've worked for all the major networks and done a lot of um, shows a lot of hit shows a lot of popular shows um, and that's kind of how we got our TV um, career going and um, one of the shows that your listeners will probably like to know about is um, there's a couple called David and Tamala Mann yeah and they are really Cool, amazing, sweet Christian people.
3: Very talented. Mm-hmm. Like ooze with talent, the whole family.
4: So I did a reality show on them.
3: And that was
4: super fun. What's the name fun. of the show? Um, well, she's a gospel singer, Tamala Mann. She yeah. has a bunch of hits. that, And she's, her voice is just phenomenal. And then they're in all the Tyler Perry movies, a lot of them. And then okay. they had their own show called Meet the Browns. And um, and then they had just reality shows about the, their family, the Man Family, you know, the Man's. That's kind of what it is. But yeah. so I was on a season of that, and then stayed and hung out with them for several months at their house in Texas. And then I even went to um, the Grammys with them and produced and shot when Tamala sang on the Grammys with Kirk Franklin and Chance the Rapper and st- I, stuff like that. It was wow. actually
3: a historic performance because I think it was the first Christian gospel songs sung in I don't know how many years. Do you know? No, I don't. Okay, it was like it's over 20 long. or right. 25. or right. mm-hmm. And so Chance the Rapper invited her, of all people. He loves her. And so it was such a cool historical moment. And my hubby got to actually be there on the floor at the Grammys filming. Yeah, wow. actually
4: in that scene was really cool. And this aired in in the reality show, but it it didn't air in the Grammys. But this is the scene that I shot that Chance the Rapper told Tamil and David – he said, You guys are the reason for my faith, you know, and, and why I, I follow Christ and, and what I do and why I want to give back because of David and Tamala. And then David and Tamala were like so touched, they didn't know that. So, and that when I was, you know, producing that and shooting that. So it was, it was really, it was a cool moment. And then, of course, they sang How Great is Our God. And Chance has a really cool version of that song. Have you heard it? I have not. So it's a, you know, Chris Tomlin made it famous How sure. Great is Our God. But Chance, the rapper, has a really, it's a banging version. Like, oh, I'd love to hear that. And he raps. Um, it's cool. So, and then Tamala sings over, and then Kirk Franklin was there rapping, too. It was a really cool performance. That so, was two years ago at the Grammys.
2: So, for folks tuning in, it's a Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. We'll take a short break. We have Jay and Sophia Lyons in studio with us. So, that... Our first segment is a, wow, I don't, rem- I, you know, if you're just tuning <laughs> in, we just reconnected. We used to, we were on together on the air 20 years ago during an interview, and now I'm realizing who I'm talking to in person. It was just great. But now since then, since those music days where they were doing that, now they're in more into film. They have a, a documentary. We want to focus on this because it's it's going to be a blessing to a lot of people. It's called The Longest Goodbye, The Kara Tippett Story. We'll get to that just after this next break here. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com.
1: You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560
2: WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com. It's The Tim DeMoss Show, quarter after 4. We have Jay and Sophia Lyons, who are filmmakers, among other things. Uh, The Long Goodbye, the Kara Tippett story, is their most recent work. And I uh, just became available on Netflix the 23rd of June. Um, let's talk, we talked a little bit about your background, you know, just professionally so people can understand where this is coming from. Because I think part of putting this together as believers, as you are, is that you also want to strive for excellence, Lord willing, and use your skills and keep honing them. So, But before we get into the documentary, tell us a little bit about just Kara's story so people can know, you know, where it came from.
3: Okay. <laughs> I love talking about Kara Tippetts. Kara Tippetts was a mom of four, a pastor's wife uh lived in Colorado Springs, okay. and she started a mommy blog to kind of document her journey as a pastor's wife and just a mom, you know, four little kids. Um, there's a lot that slips, slips through the cracks, and as a mom, I can relate to just wanting to share or vent or just kind of process, and as a Christian mom, um, she named the blog Mundane Faithfulness, just hmm. to be faithful with the little boring things that we tend to grumble and complain about, yeah. you know, like, oh... I have to take my kid uh, to school. This is terrible. I'm stuck in the carpool line. And she would kind of flip it around to be like, well, can we talk? That could be a great time with our kid. And just kind of talking about the little things. Mm. Little did she know she would be diagnosed with breast cancer while blogging. And so she sort of started writing about her breast cancer journey. And then her blog just started multiplying and growing. And I think people were just... Instantly attracted and kind of in a way like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen with her? And Kara had such a way with words, but she also did vlogging. So um, she would just grab her cell phone and upload it to YouTube and put that in the blog as well. So she loved writing, but she was also fabulous on film and just so comfortable that she started developing this following. Unfortunately, every single treatment that she did for her breast cancer did not work. And, I mean, her story just got worse and worse and worse as far as, like, thinking she was going to be healed. When she got diagnosed with breast cancer, she was only 36. No history of breast cancer in her family. She was a vegetarian for seven years. She nursed all four of her children. And I I guess there's a statistic with breast cancer that if you nurse children, your stats are – you know, you have less of a chance of getting breast cancer. And she had no, gen- no no family history of breast cancer. So when she got diagnosed, everybody was telling her, oh, you're going to be fine. You know, you're so young. You did all the right things. You're healthy. Yeah. But she unfortunately uh, lost her battle with breast cancer at 38 years old. All this while, she was sharing with this blog who kept growing and growing and growing and growing. She yeah. actually wrote a book. And it got published before her death. She got she was alive to see it published. It actually won Christian Book of the Year. This is in 2015. Yeah. But she had this desire to share her story and also to really think about what is my legacy, but also spending my time with my kids and saying my goodbyes to my children and how do you do that. Especially because you don't necessarily know how long
2: this will
3: take. How for long real. is they that goodbye? Exactly. Right. Am I going to die? Or maybe I get healed. Yeah. We can't even imagine. And so you could see why people were just so gripped by her story and interested.
2: Yeah. For those tuning in, it's uh, Jay and Sophia Lyons. their filmmakers. The Long Goodbye, the Kara Tippett story is the documentary that they uh, wound up coming into the, the picture and doing. And I, I wanted to ask you... Uh, we had a couple of we had a guy named Brian Ivy on. I don't know if he, he was with mm. the, the documentary Manuel recently, and uh, Pastor Dima Salibario from New York, and mm. both of them when they were coming into their documentary when they learned of the the shootings in, in the in South Carolina, Brian was on vacation on his honeymoon and his wife's crying in the next room and she finds that this just shooting just happened in the church. He winds up taking a whole year to even approach because he wasn't even sure it was appropriate to approach. Mm. By contrast, Pastor Salabarius, who was one of the producers, his wife was crying, and that's how he found out. And they were on a plane the same day to South Carolina, a year and a day. His involvement was different, but they wound up coming together, you know, with the Mm -hmm. documentary. When you first, tell us how you first heard about Kara's story and then what the wheels were like turning in your head, like, should we be involved? Could we be involved? What, how should we approach this? What's appropriate?
4: Wow, that's a good question because suffering and especially death is is almost a taboo subject, you know, and and that's what Kara actually speaks to a lot. So honestly, I t- we took our cues from her. So the short answer is is we let her guide that. <laughs> but initially, um, like I said in the earlier segment, that I'm a reality TV producer, and so I've worked for all the networks, right. and, and I had always wanted to. Do some kind of show about end-of-life issues because I felt as a Christian, we we have hope. We have the answer. It's not that we're looking forward to death or we right. want to die or we want to be fixated on death. It's nothing like that she at all. She says that
2: too. And Doc, right? Of course.
4: Right? But we have hope and we have an answer for the world that – that there is something more, that we all were created eternally. So I had always felt a pull, like, we just need to tell the story right, and it'll be beautiful, and it'll touch people, and it'll help people. So I had always wanted to do something like that. And then I saw, believe it or not, on Facebook. um, I saw a post from a high school friend that I hadn't spoken to in 20 years, and this high school friend said, Pray for my pastor's wife. She has breast cancer. See, I,
3: Facebook is good for something.
4: See, right there. I struggle with that sometimes, but you're right. <laughs> so I saw that post, and I thought, "Wow, there's there's what I've been wanting to do." But I was on another show, another TV show from for a network that, and it's all encompassing okay. when you're on that kind of show. You're just you're just twenty four seven. You know, you're doing this. Your your mind is completely focused.
2: Right, right. You have. I bet you can't just you know, jump around. No, mentally speaking you can't. And plus, you know,
4: that's what they're paying you to do. So you don't have other time. You're not taking off weekends, or you know, taking, you're taking. They're short. You know, they're three to four months, maybe, and you're all in. So, right. So you learned of it that way, but then how— what I was put it that? out of my mind. Really, I put it out of my mind, and I, I just went on with my show. And then I saw I mean, that show was wrapping up, and then I saw another post from my high school friend that said, "Pray for my pastor's wife. She has stage four metastatic breast cancer. Which, it, in case you're not familiar, that means like it's bad." Like, so
2: different pastor, different... No, no, same one. Okay,
4: came back. It was Kara. It was Kara both times. My high school friend posted about Kara. Pray for my pastor's wife, Kara. Yeah. First time I just ignored it not, because I was busy. Right. Second time I saw it, and then you know what I thought? The second time, Tim, is that, oh, I can't contact her now. That would be very inappropriate and weird. Mm-hmm. And you,
3: can't, and, you can't do that. And just a little backstory. Yeah. While he was kind of on this show, it was a very high-rated show, but he was really frustrated, just kind of feeling like... I want to create my own content that has like eternal value, that has something positive, like yeah. not just for entertainment's sake, but also to have right. some reason that we're doing this. And so we were brainstorming our production company just ideas for pitching shows. One of them was about cancer and dying and showing that in kind of a dignified way that gives people hope instead of like a lot of these shows on dying that have popped up right. are scary or fictional or show a weird version of heaven that's like... Okay, this is interesting. Yeah. we wanted to do that, and so when he saw this Facebook post about Kara, his mind was like, "Wow, maybe she'll be a part of that."
4: But I still ignored yeah. that second one because I thought, "Okay, this will be inappropriate," like you said. It's you know, it's too weird. It,
3: well, it's,
2: yeah, it's, I, mean, I think it's a, at some point you have to if you're going to approach it. Obviously, there's a there's a there's a dance that goes on, perhaps. But Kara seemed that from the video that I saw online, she seemed mm-hmm. to be like, however God did it in her life she was able to keep sailing in the same direction she'd already been walking in and, and embrace it with mm-hmm. as much grace as possible. So, I mean, maybe, was she even drawing you in? Like, come on, guys, don't be hesitant. Let That's me... such a great
4: point. Uh, yeah, well, what happened is, uh, finally, I just couldn't stop thinking about Kara. And looking back on it now, I, I know that it was God prompting me. And finally, I, I told my wife, and this is a lesson to listen to your wife, because <laughs> I didn't want to call Kara. I, I felt like. Uh, I felt like it would be inappropriate to call her at on her, you know, near the end, latter stages of her life and say, hey, I'm a TV producer. Can I come film you? Sure. And my wife said, you know what? Just call her. Here's the phone. You can't stop thinking about her. This is God talking to you. And I was like, no, it's not.
3: And I said, no. you know, sometimes God prompts us only for us to be obedient. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe you're just supposed to call her and encourage her. Maybe you calling her just encourages her. It doesn't have to be this grandiose reason that you're calling her. We don't have to Skype her and put her in our, you know, pitch or, tape for. That's a great point.
2: Maybe it's not. It doesn't have to be the whole thing you thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just be obedient and, and I'll use that part of it however Absolutely. I want.
4: Absolutely. Well, and it wasn't like oh, let's call her and make a documentary. It was just let's call her and talk to her and see. You know, you you just take it step by step. So thankfully, I listened to my wife and she handed me the phone. And I called her and of course, Kara was like, oh, and mind you this is a woman who is suffering with stage four breast cancer she you know was like that sounds awesome i would love to meet you and your wife i would love for you guys to come and hang out and film me so it was just like okay um and
2: you, where were you at the,
4: were you in new york at the time No, los angeles los angeles yeah. and she's, she's in colorado, colorado springs. springs so we live in la and that's
3: and so of course then the next thing in our minds are oh or he was saying wow that's I'm just going to fly there. <laughs> and I said, well, if God keeps prompting you like this, he'll make a way. And he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to take a quick
2: break. Jay and Sophia Lyons are filmmakers. The documentary that we're talking about today is called The Long Goodbye. The Kara Tippett story uh, just became available on Netflix a couple of weeks ago. We're going to get more into now what the process was like to put it together and the lessons that come from it. And uh, we'll be back with them in just a moment here. Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM
2: 560 WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com. Tim DeMoss Show rolling along. Forecast calling for cloudy skies the rest of the afternoon. And a high of 85 today down to 67 tonight with rain off and on. Maybe a little bit more overnight than some sun tomorrow and a high of 88. Phillies open up a weekend series with Washington tomorrow night. Six oh five. The music that Sophia Lyons is bopping around to on the scene to the audience is KJ 52s uh, birthday, which is a couple albums back. KJ was our guest two days ago.
3: Oh, and
2: uh, who was it? The day before that, we had Paul Bird, who used to be a broadcaster for the uh, is a broadcaster currently for Fox Sports uh, in Atlanta, Fox Sports South. He used to pitch for the Phillies, and he's the one who said. How much you have to listen to your wife? So this is the second message I've heard this week about listening mm. to my wife.
3: What? Maybe God is trying to tell you
2: something. It's possible. So you guys are in. I have a completely unrelated question, by the way. Do you eat corn left to right or in a circle? Mm. Left to right. Thank you. I eat in a circle. Wrong answer. How can it? It's like a typewriter, isn't it? Like left to right, back and forth. Mm. Right well, actually, I cut it off
4: the cob and then put butter on it and make sure it's nice and hot and put it like on a plate. Actually, that's how I really do it. You eat corn on the cob by cutting it off the cob? I do. I cut it off. Like and there's like sh- like a, it's like a waffle or, or yeah, yeah. It's w- weird. That's no, weird. it's awesome. Because then you can make sure that every all of it gets buttery.
2: I ha- well yeah, I had it today for lunch and I make short work very efficient way of eating. Gets in your teeth that way too much. turn it in a circle or gets in your teeth when you eat it on the cob. I agree. But that's the fun part, isn't it? It's like a Calvin and Hobbes thing I think he had talked about. It's summer when you've got – you know it's summer when you you have like mush in every tooth and it's butter all over your lips or something. So anyway, we're back uh, in this program with Jay and Sophia Lyons. They are filmmakers. They've been doing uh, music for years and they've done a lot of reality shows and uh, worship leading been pastors and uh, – um, so a lot going on. But the, the focus for our program today is the documentary they just put out called The Long Goodbye, the Kara Tippett story. And again, for those just tuning in, Kara was a 38-year-old pastor's wife, mom of four young children, right? And um, mm-hmm. she had already been doing a, a blog called Mundane Faithfulness. From mm-hmm. the sound of it, learned how to look at a lot of the things that make up the daily life process instead of, and, and just a, a positive, and God, not just positive, but godly spin on rather than complaining, let's focus on mm-hmm. how this could be an opportunity. Um, and then she got diagnosed with breast cancer and, um, and then wound up, uh, you know, I guess it was Two or three year battle with her, mm-hmm. right? And then and passed away a, a few years ago. But the documentary that's out now, we talked about how you met and uh, what then once you got connected with Kara and she said, "Yes, please come to Colorado." You were in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. How do we go about this process? Did you know what did you know going in on the front end in terms of even how long she was expected to live or any of that stuff? Did you know how much time you'd have to work with, for example?
4: N- not a lot. We knew that the end was. Um, near with her so it was just kind of like let's go there and and it wasn't a documentary at that point because it wasn't some kind of you know project that we cooked up in a room with executives it wasn't like that it was just let's go and we knew that that we felt a, a prompting from god to go and and use our talents and skills to do some kind of video project with her and so what we did is we went there and spent a few days. Both of us went, and we had, of course, a wonderful connection with her and her husband and her family. And she graciously um, let us into her world and, you know, showed us kind of everything. And uh, that's what she wanted to do. She wanted to share her hope, and even in her suffering. And one thing that she said, I just have to mention it now, that really blew my mind is that um, suffering isn't the absence of God's goodness, for He's present. In our pain, and you think about that, it just it shows you so much about Kara. She's like, God is still with me in my pain. Just because I'm suffering and eventually dying doesn't mean God has left me. He He's even closer to me in my pain. So that was kind of her 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 message. And so she welcomed us in, and we we were there for a few days, and then I edited that into a what I thought was maybe a pitch tape or a sizzle wheel for other networks.
3: Or on a personal note, we thought. If nothing else, God just wanted us to go there to film for her children to have a little time capsule piece of mm-hmm. their mom, or maybe their church could use this. You know, We really didn't know why God asked us to do it. Yeah. So it was kind of like a, a step-by-step-by-step-by-step process. It was a very baby step process for us.
4: And then right. after that, that trailer came out, Kara put that on her blog. She posted that video, and it really blew up. I mean, it... Received several hundred thousand views on YouTube in a few days, and then, and also the Washington Post covered it a New lot York of times. Not a lot of just national huge publications. Tons of blogs started covering it, and she was also thrust into the national spotlight. Kara was, um, with the um, a woman called Brittany Maynard, who yeah. I don't know if you remember that story, but Brittany Maynard did the assisted suicide. She had a similar brain
3: tumor, or she had brain tumor. She had a brain. Yeah, she had a she brain tumor. She was from tumor. Los Angeles or, or California. She was from California, only, <laughs> I think, 29 years old and decided to move up to Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Yes. where it's legal uh, to take a pill if you want to end your life. And so Kara felt such a burden to reach out to this mom, just from one woman to another woman who sure. ha- both were suffering in a lot of pain and just reached out to her and – um asked her to reconsider taking the pill. But that
4: put Kara kind of in the national
3: spotlight, along with Kara's own cancer journey.
4: And then she put out the trailer that we did for her. And then that really, it just kind of, it exploded. And at that point, we were like, Wow, it, you know, m- maybe more, this, more is needed. This, Yes, somehow. the people want to know this and want to hear the story. So then it, it became apparent to us. And we said to Kara, Um, I think we should make an entire documentary just about you. And she was like,
3: great, let's do it. Yeah, we actually got to go with them on their last Valentine's Day trip together to San Diego to the beach. And I remember just sitting there kind of like holding my breath because it was just such an intimate, holy moment for that couple. And just thinking, wow, God allowed me to be a part of this beautiful, it was terrifyingly heartbreaking and beautiful at the same time, just Seeing a couple say goodbye like that. But in that trip, for me, it solidified this is way bigger than us just going there. Was Kara uh, – uh, I'm just thinking. Was Kara the,
2: – the diagnosis, the prognosis was, was so fairly certain, barring a miracle of God, oh, yeah. you knew where this documentary is going to head. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't as though you had no mm-hmm. framework for it. But at the same time, you don't necessarily know if you have a week or three months. And so – how did you guys handle the in-limbo nature of even... I would I think I would struggle with feeling like, I'm sorry, I'm still here. I'm bothering you. No, you're not. Or, or, yeah, you're... Uh, can, can you leave us alone? Were there times where like, let's not put this one on. Can, we just needed a, a day off or a week off or...
3: Well, <laughs> it, was, it was very... a dance, you know? It was a yeah. dance, a difficult dance because, you know, it's their family going through that. And so you want to be so respectful and you want to honor their time together. And yeah. so we let Kara... Really, act. she it. steered the ship, yeah. you know? If mm-hmm. she wasn't feeling well, sorry, you know, go back to the hotel room for a couple of days and then come back when she felt well. Um If yeah. it was not appropriate, of course, we weren't invited to film. We we never filmed anything she wasn't okaying and saying yes to. Right. So she was very much in control. I'll give yeah. you a
4: little secret. So sure. on, a re- on a reality show, like on a network...
3: Well, now we'll- it's not a secret if you're saying it on the radio. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I'll give you a little... I'll give you some inside information. Okay. <laughs> some inside
4: information. So when people sign a contract with a network, um that part of that contract is that you are contractually obligated to appear in that show in, in certain different ways. So you you can't really say um, no, but with Kara, it was a completely opposite situation because yeah. we were serving their family yeah. and that's the way we viewed it. We're serving her family and serving the story that God called us to tell. And I mean that sincerely. I'm not trying to over spiritualize yeah. it. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm
3: I, I've i kind of said this a million times at this point, but I say it was kind of like God had a little path of breadcrumbs with this film and when I look back now, it was absolutely like a beautiful patchwork quilt starting way before we met Kara with her vlogs, her appearances, her blogs, um, our footage of her all put together in a, this beautiful quilt that somehow all came together. And even after she passed away, we got to film with Joanna Gaines um, and Voskamp and Johnny Erickson Tata, who all had a personal connection with Kara, uh. who came a year Two years later, after she passed away, to be a part of our film, and so the patchwork kept being quilted even after she passed away yeah. and even now that the film is out, I just know we get so many stories from people just saying, "Wow, this touched me and and the stories are all different. It's not just people with illness." Uh, It's not just moms. It's not just Christians. I mean, we get so many messages from all over the world, actually, from people touched in so many different ways. That's how you know it's a God-breathed project. It is not, and not to say that if you have a concept for something, God can't be in it, but this was the complete opposite. It was such a naturally, it just happened so naturally and organically. Jane
2: Sophia Lyons are our guests. They're filmmakers. The uh, documentary we're talking about, "The Long Goodbye," the Kara Tippett story. We have a short break to take. We want to come back and uh, dig a little further into this. Also, one question you can be thinking about from now: just um, what people will take from this potentially. There's, and we can set that up after the break and, because uh, sometimes there's a definite message you want to convey versus take what you will from it, Uh, and you would know that as an artist probably, right? So we'll talk about that more after the break. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com.
1: Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues.
3: Guys. (laughs) Bye.
2: AM560WFIL. Blast in the past. Oh, gosh. The song's it's called crazy. The One for Me by the group Forever After. That's how I knew him 20 years ago when I first met these folks. Oh, gosh. This is embarrassing. You guys are starting to dance a little bit.
3: A little. I love this song. Isn't
2: it fun? Sing it, girl.
3: I Come don't on. remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: a workout song,
3: right? You can, it is. That's a great track. Wow. That, that was you. This is
4: like 20 years old. 25 he's years old? It still Some. stands
2: up. Listen, nice. this is still pretty
4: good. Jesus, I
2: like it. Thank you. Yes, my friend. That's the music of Forever After, a.k.a. Jay and studio. Sophia Lyons. I met them 20 years ago <laughs> and haven't seen them since. And now they're in studio. And as we're talking, I'm realizing, wait, you were the group I interviewed 20 years ago. And since that time, they have done many things. The Lord has taken them on many uh, paths. They've shifted more into the, the media industry in terms of film and uh, reality TV and also uh, music and then done a lot, a lot of work with uh, commercial work, let's put it that way. And the uh, documentary we're focusing on during this program is called The Long Goodbye. The Kara Tippett story just became available on Netflix a couple of weeks ago. It was also a number one on Amazon's website for a bit, was it not? It was.
4: It was – actually very surprising we didn't have that in store or even thought about that for our little independent documentary but you see like the mr rogers documentary yeah. and then a documentary on ruth bader ginsburg and then our little kara Tippett's the long goodbye number one on amazon it, it was neat just wow. just to know for her since she's no longer with us that one of the things she actually told my wife was um and carol was not an ego person but she said Share this story with as many people as you can because she knew that people are hurting, people are suffering, and it's something to deal with. So that was that was neat for her.
2: Well, to honor her and the honor of the documentary because, you know, I'm, I get the feeling we could talk long past 5 o'clock when the show is over. But for the purposes of Kara's heart, as best as you got to know it, what, what do you think was most important for her to convey? And people can certainly get it to, you know want to ooh, ooh. Uh, I, Lady I, in blue. Yes, me. Please.
3: Can I answer this Go one? Ahead. She wanted to point people to Jesus. I was so refreshed meeting someone like her who wasn't embarrassed, ashamed, or kind of like, ah, uh, you know, I want to point people to Jesus, but I'll just say God. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, difference. we're in Los Angeles and most of the people I'm surrounded with aren't saying the name Jesus. And so yeah. It was refreshing just to be around someone who was so unabashedly like excited to talk about Jesus, and then she wanted people to know that her story was not a mistake because a lot of people would say, "Oh, I'm so sorry, you know, I wonder why God let this happen to you, and this is so terrible." And people were genuinely like so upset that she was dying. Yeah, you did, know. Did and, you? Well, yes, and along those lines, yeah.
2: obviously, because you're dealing with something that you you know, only deal with once in terms of death, this uh, earthly death, and so it's not like he could have gone through it and learned how to handle it better the next right. time around. So what did you find about Kara in terms of, um, and I'm going to say this from a theological perspective, I'm sure that you could dig real deep into it. Maybe she asked herself lots of questions and mm-hmm. at the end of the day came back to a certain core truth about the Lord, or did you did you find that she her, her decision, her husband being a pastor, did they decide to... Keep it within a certain space. Like we're not going to burden ourselves with so many mm. huge questions. Or did they let their minds go there and just let God comfort them? Even wow, if they no
3: answers. This is such a good question. I mean, I could answer this for probably thirty minutes long. <laughs> okay, well, let's, uh,
2: give us the
4: short version. I'll
3: give you my short, and you then you go. Okay,
4: no, me first. Me first. <laughs> I want to tell you, I related to Jason, the husband, her husband, in this documentary a lot. Yeah, and one thing that he said was, um, "It's not my job." to understand why. And when you think about that for any situation in your life, why, you know, you lost your job or why your marriage failed or, or why you're you know, somebody died or something like that. Yes. He said, It's not my job. My calling. It's not my calling to understand why, why because I can't. I can't. There's so many things in life we just can't. And so when he said that, it just was like a light bulb to me like, wow, you know, you've heard that, like resign yourself as the ruler of the universe because there's already a great unor- r- ruler of the universe in our God. Yeah. And so he said, I'm not called to understand why. I'm just called to be faithful in my situation. And that, truly impacted me. When you see a guy who is serving his wife and loving his wife Mm -hmm. and their four little children as his wife is suffering and dying, to hear him say that, it makes you think of your own life um, and just, you know, relinquish control. Because we don't have control. We think we have control. And sure, we have control over whether we turn left or right or whether we go to Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks or whatever. But we don't have... Right, (laughs) Dunkin',
2: me too. Krispy Kreme? I I like to not take a mortgage out when I Get my coffee but anyway go ahead sorry but that's the theological thing that touched me the most yeah he said
4: um yeah but
3: you know to answer your question you said of course she and she was very smart very intellectual uh, smart cookie and very well versed in the bible so of course all the theological things she talked about and thought about and questions but then in a practical sense i was really kind of amazed that she was able to still think her story was good and that it wasn't a mistake. So she says, you know, suffering is not the absence of God's goodness and it's not a mistake. And I thought it's not a mistake. Well, how is this not a mistake? Well, then isn't it? I mean, obviously you can go down this road of all these questions, but the human side of her, of course said, "I I feel like I'm a little girl at a party And whose dad is asking her to leave early. I'm not afraid of dying. I just don't want to go. That's what she said. And that sums up exactly how she felt. She wasn't afraid of dying. In fact, there was a couple times that I would remember just being in her bedroom, staring at her adoringly because she was such a beautiful soul. I mean, beautiful person on the outside, too. But her soul, I mean, she just was such a gracious, warm, generous person, generous with her time with her thoughts um i learned so much just just by sitting so closely to her and at one point while we were filming this was tough for me because she was saying you guys don't know the me that i want you to know i want you to know me when i was strong you know me in my weakness and god is choosing to use my weakness to minister to others but boy do i miss my strength and i just wanted to like throw the camera down and go hug her and be like, you're amazing. You don't understand. Yeah. I do know you because if you're this amazing in your weakness, in this, you know, frail, I do know the real you and people really resonate with her because she just had a way of communicating with words on paper, but also in person and just being so generous. I say that a lot because what a generous gesture it was to share with us, all of the viewers, Mhm what she was going through not for her benefit for her kids benefit for her friends and then for the viewers that she knew she knew would watch this when she was gone and that takes a tremendous person
2: Jay and Sophia Lyons are guests. They're filmmakers, among other things that they've done. And The Long Goodbye, The Kara Tippett Story is the documentary we're talking about, was actually number one on Amazon uh, for a while and is available on Netflix now. So feel free to watch that. Uh, June 23rd is when they came out on my birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. Uh, thank you. Uh, three gift maximum. Don't worry about it. Um, so, but no, uh, but I want you, there's two things I want to make sure we fit in before the program is done. Um, I, and maybe we can take our last breaks. That way, we can kind of coast toward the end. I want to make sure we don't run out mid-sentence in the next break. But one of them has to do. You start to talk about it. Uh, the main thing that she wanted the Lord to be known and people to know Him. So the purpose, perhaps, of the heart of the documentary, perhaps, might be that. But think of ways. Any way you think this documentary might help. Like, who could benefit from watching it? Wow. And yeah. what kind mm-hmm. of people? You want to invite your neighbor over to mm-hmm. watch it. And, and the way it's handled, so that. You know, where, how can it, the different ways or prongs or tongues, or right. to spikes outward to help people. So we'll be back with that in just a moment. Jay and Sophia lines again, our guest, Tim DeMoss show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com.
1: It's the Tim DeMoss show podcast available at WFIL.com.
2: Thanks for listening. I hey, didn't you know that guy. It's Tim's Marriage Counseling Service. Oh, no, wait. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL. We have the lovely Jay and Sophia Lyons. Well, the uh, wonderful Jay and the lovely Sophia. <laughs> yes. Filmmakers, uh, the long goodbyes, what we're Ooh. talking about, the Kara Tippett story. And we want to um, cut to it here, uh, make sure we get this in. This documentary, Jay, maybe you want to take this one. Who, who do you think could benefit from this? Well... Most, best, or...
4: Well, on the surface, the the movie is about Kara suffering and dying. Yes. So you would think like, oh, well, that's, you know, for people suffering with that. And, and it is true. It's extremely beneficial for the people going through that suffering or themselves or a loved one or who have recently had that or in the middle of it. Yeah. But it's also for anyone who is suffering or hurting in general, you know, from any type of thing. Because the movie, I like to say that in her dying... Kara taught me personally and I I mean this sincerely Kara taught me how to live so she showed us so much about loving others um, living in community um, sharing you know just opening yourself up in the middle of a hard time because that's what Kara did she was suffering but she invited everyone in and and That's not judging somebody who's maybe more introverted like I'm introverted but but still I have the tendency to cut people off rather than share my pain with them and allow them to help me I'm like no no I got this I'm good so there's just so many types of situations that people are impacted and they message us and honestly I didn't really think about that in making of the movie but then so many people say how she lived in community how she loved other people how she allowed other people to love her and how they served
2: each other so it's just so very many people tell tell me very briefly about her children too I'm thinking this is obviously much wisdom needed how do I how do I walk this with my kids and make it like I'm talking about going to soccer practice
3: Mm -hmm. yeah you know as I think that's a I think it's a personal preference with parents I've had parents reach out that said I watch this with my kids you know so if they have if you are a family that have been through something serious like that yeah I think it's a it's a very individual decision I don't think small kids would be interested in it. Yeah. Um, I personally think it's very sad. It's a sad film. But yeah. it's joyful at the same
4: time and uplifting. It's hopeful. It's mm-hmm.
3: hope filled. Well,
2: well, how did you see Carrie? When you guys were there, how did she and her husband, is it Jason? Yep. Did they? I mean, they had to obviously decide
3: how you know how do we handle this because of are four young children. Yeah. Here's I,
4: what they said that was extremely. It's very um, valuable for this any parent. This is actually
3: wise counsel for any parent with anything. Exactly.
4: exactly. They let the children drive the conversation. So they And they told them age-appropriate things. And they also told them individually, one at a time. Yes. So they told them each child, they know the personality, and they let the child ask questions. They told them what was age-appropriate. So they had little ones. They had um, five years old or four years old up to 15 years old. And they have four children. And they told them all separately and age appropriate and then they let the children ask questions because a lot of times we think we we know what what we need to say but then the child asks a random different question yeah you know so they let the children drive the conversation and they did tell them all and kara's words, she said but they all now know that mom has cancer and mom is dying wow
2: wow that's a lot of wisdom in that like you said no matter what last last minute or two here um any and we, again, we could talk for a long yeah, time. Yeah, we any, could. Any, I love this show. <laughs> any, <laughs> any thoughts on your part, either of you, uh, about the film, Jane Sophia I, lines? Or yeah, I,
3: I would like to say something. Yeah. I want to say something. <laughs> uh, I the would queens like to girl. say, yeah, you can't, you can take the girl out of Queens, but you can't take the Queens out of the girl. <laughs> Holla to the Queens girls. <laughs> uh, no, on a more serious note, our hope and desire, and as was Kara Tippett's, was that this, film would be a blessing to point people to christ as i said before we want this to be a resource for churches for small groups for individuals um it's the perfect movie to grab a kleenex box and grab a couple girlfriends over on a weeknight uh weekend yeah you know okay um we have small group discussion guides so there's questions if somebody wants to do it in a more formal setting yeah we created a seven video part series that has seven videos Babe, how long are they each, the videos? Mm, five minutes. Okay, so each video is about five minutes with a discussion guide, so small groups could do that too. Best place to find the documentary? Kara Tippett's documentary.com. Okay,
2: very good. Jay and Sophia Lyons are filmmakers. The documentary called The Long Goodbye, The Kara Tippett Story, uh, just became available on Netflix, so you can look it up there. But again, Kara Tippett's documentary, uh, K A R A T I P P E T T S, two P's, two T's, documentary.com. Jane, Sophia, thank you so much for coming uh, in.
3: thank you. God uh, bless you. We're going to turn
2: things You're up welcome. now to Jim Max and Max 413 Ministries leads in prayer next. Back, Lord willing, tomorrow for the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Have a great night.
1: Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560,
0: WFIL, and at WFIL.com